Hello, this is John with Catholic Rednecks. Thank you for dropping by the podcast. I want to talk about the Eucharist today. Um, if you don't know much about the Catholic Church, the Eucharist is a Greek word, which means thanks or thanksgiving. And that is what we call as Catholics communion. When I was raised Southern Baptist, we called it the Lord's Supper. And about every three months, we would take the Lord's Supper and they gave us a little piece of saltine cracker and a little tiny cup of um, Welch's grape juice. And we were told that this little cracker here is a symbol of the Lord. And this little grape juice is a symbol of his blood. And uh, that's the way I was raised. Now, later on as a Christian, as I began to read the New Testament over and over and over, I would read in John chapter 6, where Jesus talked about eating his flesh and drinking his blood. And I saw in other places in the Gospels where he said, this is my body or this is my blood. So I just kind of naturally inclined to believe him that when he was talking about the Lord's Supper, he picked up the bread and he said, this is my body. And he picked up the cup of the wine and said, this is my blood. So I just kind of believe that anyhow. But a lot of people I know, they, they have problems with that. Well, what you got to understand is the Catholic Church, which was formed long before there was a Bible as we know it, the Catholic Church was based on seven sacraments that the Lord Jesus instituted during his earthly life and ministry. Just to name a few of them, we got the sacrament of baptism, you got the sacrament of confirmation, you got the sacrament of confession, you got the sacrament of the Eucharist, um, you got the uh, sacrament of healing, the sacrament of marriage, and the sacrament of holy orders. So there's seven sacraments. And that word sacrament comes from a word that means mystery because all these sacraments are something that Jesus does through a person now that he's in heaven. He does these sacraments through a priest. And when a priest does something physically, Jesus is doing something spiritually through that priest. And people, some people say, well, Man has nothing to do with it, but they'll turn around and get a pastor to marry them or to um, baptize them. And But when it comes to a Catholic, people have trouble believing that the Catholic priest is endowed with certain holy orders and anointings, but he is. So let's just look at the Bible real quick. Matthew or Jesus, you know, the night before he went through his passion, I think it's verse, chapter 26 and verse, let me see. I hate reading from the Bible when I'm trying to podcast because I have to lose my place. Okay, let me find where it was. Okay, chapter 26, Matthew, verse 26. As they were eating, Jesus took bread, blessed, and broke it and gave it to his disciples and said, take eat, this is my body. Then he took the cup and gave thanks and gave it to them saying, 
Drink from it, all of you, for this is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for many for the remissions of sins. Now, you notice that Jesus just straight up said, this is my body, this is my blood. He did not say, this piece of bread right here is a symbol. He didn't say, this represents my blood. He did not say, um, this is just a symbol. Don't read nothing into it. No, he straight up said, he held up that bread and said, this is my body. And he picked up that little cup or big cup. I'm not sure how big it was. And he says, this is my blood, which is shed for many for the remissions of sins. Now, notice he was talking past tense while he's holding that cup, present tense. So that's Matthew. Let's jump over here if I can find my place to Mark. Put paper clips in my Bible so I won't lose my place. Now I can't find them. Okay, and Mark. We have chapter 14, verse 22. And as they were eating, Jesus took bread, blessed it, and broke it, and gave it to them and said, Take, eat, this is my body. Then he took the cup, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them. And they all drank from it. And he said to them, This is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for many. But surely I say unto you, I will not longer drink of the fruit of the vine until the day when I drink it anew in the kingdom of God. So there's our second witness that Jesus said, Take and eat. This is my body. This is my blood of the new covenant. Then we'll jump over to Dr. Luke. If I can find the place. Okay, Luke. This is chapter 22 and verse 14. When the hour had come, he sat down with the 12 apostles with him. Then he said unto them, With fervent desire, I have desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. And he goes on preaching, and then he gets down to um, verse 19, and he took the bread, gave thanks and broke it, and gave it to them, saying, this is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Likewise, also, he took the cup after supper, saying, this cup is the new covenant in my blood, which is shed for you. So that is the third time. Then we go over to John, and there's an interesting passage, chapter 6, where Jesus is talking to the, I guess, a big old crowd, and there's some Jews and Pharisees, and there he calls himself. That um, He says in verse 47 of chapter 6, Not that anyone has seen the Father except he who has come from God, he has seen the Father. Most assuredly, I say unto you, he who believes in me has everlasting life. Then he says, I am the bread of life. Your fathers ate manna in the wilderness and are dead. This is a bread which comes down from heaven that one may eat of it and not die. I am the living bread which came down from heaven. If anyone eats of this bread, he will live forever. And the bread that I shall give is my flesh, which I shall give for the life of the world. Now the Jews therefore quarreled amongst themselves, saying, How can this man give us his flesh to eat? 
Then Jesus said to them, Most assuredly I say unto you, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life in you. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life, and I will raise him up at the last day. Now, you wouldn't believe how many mental gymnastics I've heard preachers and believers hee-haw around trying to explain that one. And they want to say that, I mean, they want to say everything but what Jesus said. Now, a lot of Protestants believe they believe what Jesus said. But to me, the Catholics is the only one that believe what Jesus said because they're the only ones that believe this. I'll read it again. Then Jesus said to them, Most assuredly I say unto you, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life in you. Whosoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life, and I will raise him up at the last day. Now that tells you where the resurrection is going to be at the last day. Then he goes on to say, For my flesh is food indeed, and my blood is drink indeed. He who eats my flesh and drinks my blood abides in me, and I in him. So that's very powerful. Jesus right there is, is telling them that his body is, is necessary. His blood is necessary. And he talks about eating it. Now, you know, the Jews were told never to touch blood, never to eat or drink blood. So this was um, really, really strong for them. And he had a big crowd. And it says in verse 60, Therefore many of his disciples, when they heard all this, said, This is a hard saying. Who can understand it? When Jesus knew in himself that his disciples complained about this, he said to them, Does this offend you? What then if you should see the Son of Man ascend where he was before? Is the spirit that gives life to flesh profits nothing? The words that I speak to you are spirit and life. But there are some of you who do not believe. For Jesus knew from the beginning who they were who did not believe him and who would betray him. And he said, Therefore I have, come, therefore I have said to you that no one can come to the Father to me unless it has been granted to him or the Father. And from that time, many of his disciples went back and walked away, walked with him no more. Then Jesus turned to the twelve. You also want to go away. But Simon Peter answered him, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words to eternal life. And we have come to believe, to know that you are the Christ, the Son of the living God. Now look at there. Jesus said you're going to have to eat my flesh and drink my blood to have eternal life. And that just absolutely made the Jews and Pharisees and a lot of his disciples want to vomit because it was an abomination. They were commanded not to eat, drink, taste blood. But here's Jesus saying, you're going to have to eat me, my body. You're going to have to drink me, my blood. And that word eat actually means chew. So Jesus did not talk about symbols. He did not talk about saltine crackers. He did not talk about grapes, well, grapes, ju grape juice. He said, my flesh, my blood. Now, they couldn't get through their head how that could happen. But as we read in Matthew, Mark, and Luke, Jesus at the Lord's Supper instituted 
instituted the sacrament of the Eucharist, a mystery of the Eucharist. He showed him the bread and said, this is my body, eat it. He showed him the wine and said, this is my blood shed for you, drink it. Then we can jump over here to 1 Corinthians. Oh, let me find it. I thought I had it marked off real good. Hmm. Y'all bear with me for just a minute. I may have to, um, oh, here we go. All right, 1 Corinthians chapter 11. This is the Apostle Paul. Now, all the Baptists in the world that I know love the Apostle Paul like the Catholics love Mary. You can go to Baptist bookstore, Pentecostal bookstore, Presbyterian bookstore, and they'll have row after row after about books about the Apostle Paul. But you won't ever see in their stores one row of books about the Virgin Mary. But you will find a whole section of the bookstore dedicated to the Apostle Paul. So he says in chapter 11, 1 Corinthians, verse 23, For I received from the Lord that which I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus, on the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same manner, he also took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is a new covenant in my blood. This do often as you drink in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until you come. Therefore, whoever eats this bread or drinks this cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty of the body and blood of the Lord. But let a man examine himself, and so he let, let him eat of the bread and drink of the cup. For he who eats and drinks in an unworthy manner eats and drinks judgment to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. For this reason, many are weak and sick among you, that many sleep. Now, think about that. If you don't discern that that communion is the Lord's body, it can make you sick. He said to examine yourself. That's why we examine ourselves. We go to confession before we take of the Lord's body. He said, there are many sick among you. Now, have you ever heard of a symbol causing sickness? I mean, you know, in the... Chinese virus, the flu, the corona, COVID, whatever you call it. Nobody said that was a symbol. They said it was a virus. It was something real. And people were afraid of it. Now, I don't never heard of a symbol of something making someone sick or die. A symbol? No. That communion is a blood and body of Jesus Christ. And you must examine yourself. And be in good conscience before you receive it. And you have to discern. That means to look and understand that that is the body of Christ. That that is his blood. And you have to believe that. So that is, in a little nutshell, the sacrament of the Eucharist. The Eucharist means Thanksgiving. And we have every day we have Mass in the Catholic Church. And we have this. Eucharist is the focal point of the Mass. The Mass is full of theology, rhyme, and reason. 
signs, signals, imagery, movements, and we'll get into that later. But, um, you know, we go up there reverently to receive strength when we receive Jesus. I receive communion on my tongue, but you can receive it on your hand. But when I go up there, I am having a physical, personal relationship encounter with Jesus. As I eat that bread, I'm eating his flesh. I drink that wine, I'm drinking his blood, and I'm being renewed inside out by his power. We'll cover something else next episode. Y'all have a good day.